Brilliance Audio presents The Other Side of the Sun by Madeleine Langle, performed by Sarah Zimmerman. The ancient Rolls Royce moved majestically and incongruously along the beach at the ocean's edge. The wheezing and clattering of the archaic air conditioner almost muffled the sound of the approaching storm, but did serve to keep the young man at the wheel and the old lady beside him tolerably cool. In the sulphurous light outside, sandpipers stalked close to the waves, plucking at shells, paying attention neither to the rising wind nor to the car. Gulls rose screaming into the air. A pelican, brooding on a broken and barnacled piling, flopped clumsily into the water and was slapped by an incoming wave. Stella Rainier laughed. Leaning towards the window so that she could watch the pelican as it recovered from clumsiness and broke up into the sky in a graceful arc, I have a passion for pelicans," she said lightly. "They're really rather like planes, cumbersome and wadly on the ground, and incredibly beautiful in the air. The young man took one hand from the steering wheel and patted her. "I'm glad you're here, grandmother." And I'm glad we're going to Illyria, even if the rest of the clan is furious with us. I hope you made it clear that coming directly to the beach was entirely my idea. He sighed. Dear grandmother, they're very cross with me for letting you have your own way. There really are hurricane warnings. I don't need the weather bureau to tell me that. I've known this beach for a long time. You've been away for a long time too, and you must be exhausted. She relaxed comfortably against the worn upholstery, only moderately. For once, the plane came in right on time instead of circling for hours. I made my connection without any trouble. I didn't keep you waiting more than five minutes, did I? It was all quite simple. He smiled, and I was supposed to drive you right into town, where the entire clan has gathered over funeral baked meats. A hurricane is a great deal less tiring. Affectionately, she studied her grandson, who stared through the thick lenses of his glasses at the wide road of beach stretching for miles ahead of them. Dear Farron, you do understand, don't you, why I have to come to Illyria, storm or no storm? Yes, grandmother, I wouldn't be driving you there if I didn't. I'm glad you've come home. The world may be coming to an end, but you always bring a sense of proportion. A gust of wind buffeted the old Rolls Royce. The roar of waves pounding into shore seemed to increase. She asked, "Is the world coming to an end, Doctor?" "Our world is." I heard that over sixty years ago when I came to Illyria as a bride. He scowled, and a lock of fair hair, bleached almost white by the sun, fell over his forehead. His shirt was open at the neck and showed the springing blond hair of his chest. What's the feeling abroad? Perhaps not overly optimistic. And you, grandmother, how do you feel? I'm a very old woman, Theron. I've learned that if a problem is not settled in one or even several generations, it doesn't mean that it never will be. You can still say that when grandfather has just been killed. Her voice was cold and quiet. He was hit by a stray bullet. There was a waiting silence in the car. She closed her eyes as though in pain. Theron, my dear, 
As far as your grandfather was concerned, it was a merciful bullet.' 